Hey there, and welcome back to By His Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name is Amanda. I'm so sorry for how part one ended. Um, It has been quite the morning. I have been trying to get this word out, and for some reason, the enemy, well, actually, I know why he doesn't want me to, but I keep trying to get this word out, and I keep getting interrupted, Um, and I'm really sorry. You know, the thing about doing a podcast and recording is you can't always control the sounds, the noises, the background, you know, sounds, the interruptions that occur, and right now where I'm at in this journey with this ministry and this podcast, I don't have all the equipment that can help, you know, cancel out noises and background stuff. Um, You know, I don't live in a big enough home where I can have space to just kind of, you know, be to myself and be able to record without any interruptions or anything like that. So please forgive me how the uh, first episode ended. So this is going to be a part two so I can continue what I was saying. And I actually had 30 minutes of recording for the part two and somebody decided to call me. So I am so, so sorry. And I'm actually trying not to be um, frustrated because everything that I have said has been Holy Spirit led. None of it is written down. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, I feel like I can't get this word out today, but I'm going to do it. I'm not going to give up. So, okay, I'm not going to recap what I said in part one because I don't want to lose what I want to say in part two. Just please go back to listen to it. And the only reason why I didn't redo that episode was because, again, everything I said was Holy Spirit led. So let me just jump into what I was saying um, for part two. And I'm like praying like, you know, Holy Spirit, please help me to remember what I was saying and everything that I had said in 30 minutes of time. Um, I'm going to be talking more in future episodes coming up more about divorce and remarriage because there are a lot of different situations. I realize that it's it's not as easy for everybody, especially when there are children involved. Um, you know, some of you can be dealing with court issues. Some of you can be dealing with things that are really, really difficult. Um, you know, especially for those of you that were actually legally married, you were married under the government or married under religion or both. Um, and so it's not that easy. And I understand that. Because what I was saying was, you know, another thing that I want to remind a lot of you um, coming out of, you know, a a divorce or you've already had children or something like that, you know, please understand, please understand this, that, you know, I was saying in my episode, Married for a Mission, I was saying towards the end of that episode that do not tell everybody what God is doing, okay? Especially if you have children, especially if you've been divorced or you were in a long-term relationship that was cohabiting on and off um, or you were in a unique situation or whatever because what's going to happen is your loved ones mean well, your loved ones mean well, but they don't have God's understanding or knowledge of what he's doing with the two of you because God does not reveal it to everybody in your life what he's doing with you and this person and this marriage and these children. I was also saying in the part two that I lost that, listen, do not tell people, oh, it's, it's going to damage the children. It's going to this, that, and the next thing. Listen, I believe in what Romans 8.28 says. Okay. Romans 8, 28 says that he, he takes things that were meant for bad or things that were bad or things that were, you know, done for evil or whatever. And he takes it and turns it around for our good. He uses it for good. And I was saying in that episode that you never know what that spouse, that God ordained spouse that he chose for you is going to do for the, for your kids. 
Say, for example, you have a son and your son has never known their father. And that God-ordained husband that you're marrying or that you are married to can end up being that son's best friend or the best father figure he could have ever had. Remember, God works everything out for good. And not only that, when it is ordained by him, it is full of blessing and it is good for you, for your spouse and for those children that you're bringing in. Okay. And again, I'm going to talk more about this. I'm going to talk more about blending families. I'm going to talk more about, you know, what that's going to look like because blending families is not easy. It is a challenge. But when you have that faith and know that this is a part of his plan for you, for your spouse and for those children, he will accommodate the situation. But please don't allow people to tell you, no, don't do it. Nobody's ever going to want to date you or be with you because you have all these children. Or it's not good. Or no, you need to stay married to the to the person that you've had children. Or you need to stay with the person that you had children. Listen, I can't tell you how many situations I have seen, okay, where I've seen people say, we're staying together for the kids. Or even though we're not together romantically, we're not a couple, we're not anything, but we're going to live together for the kids. Please don't do that. Because what you're actually doing is you're harming your children more, especially if the two of you don't get along, especially if it's toxic. Just don't do it, okay? Yes, it hurts and it affects the children that their parents aren't together, they have to live separately or whatever, but eventually they heal from that. They can't heal from something that they're constantly in or seeing, okay? I've seen even situations where they either live together or they live on the same property but under different roofs for the sake of the kids. Please don't do that because you're just doing further damage. It might seem like a good idea at the time, but it's not. In the long run, it just does further damage. You're also keeping yourself from the blessings that God wants to bring you into. And not just for you, but for your children too. Because remember, at the end of the day, children are a blessing from Him. And He loves all children. Even if we had these children with somebody we, we should have never been together with. But those children are still here. They're alive and well. And He has a plan and a purpose for each one of them, and he will bless them and protect them. And we see this throughout scripture. You know, we see this throughout scripture. We see nothing but blended families. Now, please understand, I'm not referring to the polygamy that we see in the Bible, okay? Polygamy means having more than one spouse at the same time. I'm talking about people that were in a relationship, now they're no longer in it, and now they're stepping into the God-ordained marriage, or they were married, now they are divorced, now they're stepping into the God-ordained marriage, or you were widowed, your spouse passed away, okay? Or the father or mother of your children passed away. That's what I'm referring to, and that's the difference, okay? We have to stop sticking Elohim in a box and limiting him and saying what he would do, what he wouldn't do. In my years of studying marriage scripture or scripture pertaining to marriage, this is what I have learned. This is what I have learned. There are too many what I call modern day Pharisees, overly religious people, churches, all these different religions, okay? This is the issue with all of that is that they are ministering from either an unrepented heart, a hardened heart, they're ministering from pride, they're ministering from hurt, bitterness, from misunderstanding, taking out a scripture out of context, you name it. 
A person can minister and preach when they have the Holy Spirit within them and they have whose understanding? His. We cannot minister from our own understanding because when we do that, this is what happens. There are so many people walking around out there feeling unworthy, feeling like there's no second chance, there's no grace. Let me explain something, and this is what I was saying in my in my uh, second part that I was recording, 30 minutes worth, and I lost it all because I got a phone call. This is what I was saying, because I've been on both sides of this. This is the problem with religion, okay, in the modern-day Pharisees. You know, there's all these religions, I'm just going to name a few that I... I'm familiar with, okay, Christianity, Catholicism, okay, and Judaism, okay, and then there's being Torah observant, all right, I mentioned these because these are, these are the ones that I'm familiar with, and this is what I've learned, okay, I don't follow any of these, okay, I'm not a Christian, so I don't follow Christianity, I'm not Jewish, so I don't follow Judaism, I am not Catholic, so I do not follow Catholicism, okay? But I'm familiar with all of these because I either know people that are in it or just know of it, okay, from my own walk and my own study. I'm Torah observant because I follow the Torah, but I don't really follow a whole lot of what many people in this community are saying either. Why? Here's the problem. Too many Christians and too many Catholics, okay, believe that because they're saved by grace through faith, that they no longer have to be obedient to the law, which the law is Torah. Torah is the law, okay? When clearly in scripture, Yahusha or Yeshua says that I did not come to abolish the law, but I came to fulfill it, okay? The problem with Torah observant people, or at least most of them that I have come to discover, okay, is that a lot of them feel that you have to live by by law, by scripture, by the Torah, and nothing else. Some people even disclude the New Testament or argue that it could be false, okay? It's too much. Both sides are wrong, okay? Because the truth of the matter is this. Yes, we are saved by grace through faith because of the ultimate sacrifice, the atonement, which is Yeshua, okay? But we still have to live in obedience to the Torah, to the laws and the commandments that God gave his children. When you become a child of God, you automatically are grafted in or crossed over to what? Like Paul says in Romans, a child of Abraham, right? Okay. Well, Abraham became a Hebrew or an Israelite. His family line, his lineage became the Israelites, Hebrew. Now that's what you are. Okay? It's not Christian, it's not Catholic, it's not Judaism, it's not anything like that. Because Judaism even came years and years and years, hundreds of years after all of this. There's something called the oral law, I just found out, that in Hebrew is called the Talmud. And a lot of those oral laws are incorrect, just like Christianity and just like Catholicism. And, you know, I mean, it's like, my goodness. This is why I personally don't follow anything specific. I don't. But I get questions, I get asked all the time, are you are you Christian? Are you Jewish? You know what? No, I'm not Jewish, I'm not Christian. I'm an Israelite or a Hebrew, whatever you want to call it. I'm somebody that was grafted into because that's what I chose and I follow the whole Bible. 
I know there's grace for me because God has given me second chances over and over in my life because I didn't know any better before. But I know that I still have to follow the laws and the commandments. Now, here's what I will say. The only thing that has changed out of the Torah that we no longer have to follow is a sacrificial system. Why is that? Why do we no longer have to sacrifice animals the way that the Israelites did? I'll tell you why. Because Yeshua was our ultimate sacrifice. He was our atonement for our sins. That's why we no longer have that sacrificial system in place. And that is the only thing that you see in Torah that we don't have to follow anymore. Other than that, everything else we need to follow that is in the Torah, that is in the Old Testament or law of Moses, whatever you want to call it, that we still follow. Okay, that is the understanding that the Holy Spirit has given me, that Abba has given me in my personal time with him, and that is my walk with him. If you study the scriptures, you'll see what I'm saying, okay? So when it comes to grace, yes, many of us have a second chance in marriage and family because many of us were either, we learned in deception because maybe a lot of us grew up in Christianity or maybe you grew up in Catholicism or something like that, Baptist, whatever. And let's face it, a lot of these religions have lied to us, okay? So... For example, if you are someone that you had children with somebody or maybe you married somebody, now you're divorced and your family was brought up Catholic or Baptist or whatever, they're probably telling you that you can't get married again, that you needed to stay with the mother or the father of your children, that you should have never divorced. Well, let me tell you something. They're wrong (laughs) because if you were with somebody that God did not call you to be with, then ultimately in the end, even though it was painful for everybody, you did the right thing. And God is trying to bring you back into alignment with him. Yes, there's consequences to it. There's always going to be consequences to sin, to our actions, to our choices and our decisions. Always. But it doesn't mean that we don't have grace and that we can't try again. Okay? And that's what I'm trying to explain in this whole thing. Many of us have been deceived. Many of us have been taught incorrectly. And I've talked about this many times. I've talked about this in quite a few of my episodes. My episodes where I talked about, are you married under Elohim or the government? Also, are you married under religion? I should have added that as well. I talked about this in the first episode where I talked about remarriage and blending families. I talked about this in my episode, you know, married for a mission. I talked about in my very first episode of this podcast, talking about the differences between a godly marriage and a secular marriage. I've I've talked about it. This is the truth, brothers and sisters. We've all been misled at some point. Okay, and we have too many. What does what does scripture tell us that would happen in the end days? That there would be many false prophets coming forward. There would be many that are wolves in sheep clothing. Okay, there are going to be many people that are going to be teaching us incorrect things, false prophecies, you know, um, taking scripture and twisting it or misunderstanding it or misusing it so that it fits what they're going through. Not everybody is qualified to preach the gospel 
or the scriptures or certain prophecies. You have to be Holy Spirit filled in order to do that because it's in his understanding, not our own. And we cannot teach from the scripture if we're doing it out of our own understanding. We just can't. It has to be his understanding. And the only way you're going to receive that is if number one, you have repented of any sins, you have come to him, you have said, Father, your will be done, not mine. Realign me with you. Give me whatever gifts that you want to give me so that I can serve you and serve others. And please give me your knowledge and your wisdom concerning your word and your purposes. You have to have the Holy Spirit within you to be able to do these things. You can't just pick up a Bible and say, you know, I'm just going to teach this because that's what I feel like talking about today. No, because then you're going to end up leading a lot of people astray. Okay. And what I'm seeing in the area of marriage and family is exactly that. Many people are bitter because of what they've gone through, because of hurt, because of this or that. Or many people were taught through a religion growing up or even now. Many people fell into things that just, you know, you've got a lot of, like I said, modern day Pharisees out there too, that they're all about, you know, the law that they made up or or the oral law or whatever that they've decided to do. No, no. And you know what? Even when we see when, when Yeshua was here on earth in his ministry serving, What were some of the first things he did? He started even breaking some of the laws where he was healing people on the Sabbath. And what were the Pharisees telling him? That it was was against the law for him to heal on the Sabbath. You know, like we have too many Pharisees saying you can't do this when really that was never even said in scripture. Or it's it's said in scripture, but you're totally taking it out of context. Because that's not what it's saying. That's the problem with marriage and families. If we could not blend families, if we could not be remarried because we were in wrong relationships to begin with, then it would say so in scripture. What it does say, and and again, Yeshua tells us very clearly, whom Elohim has joined together, let no man separate. Okay? That's where it starts. If you are not with the person that he joins you together with, There you go. And nowhere in scripture, and again, I have studied marriage for a long time within the Bible. Nowhere does it say. As a matter of fact, in the New Testament, exceptions are given for divorce. One of them being abuse. The other one being adultery. And you can also count abandonment. Those are the grounds that that Yahuwah gives for divorce. So why are we going to say that even though you're in a toxic relationship and even though you're with the wrong person, you know you're with the wrong person, you still have to stay married to them. I have news for you, brothers and sisters. In the eyes of Elohim, those vows that you exchange in the courthouse or even in a church, especially if it was a false church, are not valid in his eyes if it was with the wrong person. Okay, it's not. I'm sorry to burst many of your bubbles, but it's the truth. It's not the Elohim we serve. And Yeshua gave us that answer very clearly. He says, whom Elohim 
has joined together. And please use caution when you are coming together with somebody. Make sure that Abba is confirming to you that this is the person he has for you. Because I'm going to tell you why. Number one, the enemy mimics. Okay, sometimes he'll throw a counterfeit at you and present this person like it's from God. You better confirm. Okay, because he will try to trick you. Okay, number two, friends and family are going to give their opinion to you. You need to confirm this and take it back to God because they might mean well, but once again, okay, their opinion, their choice is not the same as God's unless God is using that person to tell you through that person, this is who I have for you. Once again, use discernment and confirm it with God. Okay. This is how many people get led astray that and they go out of their own flesh. They go by their own flesh. They go by their own flesh. They don't go by the spirit. Remember what I said in my in my episodes in season one. A God-ordained marriage is brought together by his spirit. You will recognize your husband or your wife by your spirit. Okay? It's not a fleshly thing. Okay? I did an episode called Counterfeit versus. God ordained or God ordained versus counterfeit. I mean, I've talked about this over and over in my podcast. Go back and listen to them if you haven't. If you're not sure about the person that you're thinking about or that you were really interested in or you you just have that feeling, whatever, you're not sure, check out those episodes and then of course take it back to God in prayer. Because He will confirm it to you. To you. You know how it was confirmed to me? It was confirmed three ways. Through his word, through other people that he used around me, and by dreams. So, you know, you you just have to be, be careful, all right? Use caution, okay? Because like I said, a, a, a union ordained by him, you're going to know, okay? You're going to know. But if you're not careful, and if you're not in tune with God, and if you're not spending time with him, and if you're not Holy Spirit filled, it's going to be very hard for you to tell the difference between your own flesh or the enemy or God. Okay, so I think that's all I have. And and the reason why I said I think is because again, this is the third time I'm trying to get this word out. I'm so sorry that the first episode I did was cut off. Then I had to do a part two, and then I recorded 30 minutes of a part two. That got lost because a phone call came in. So I hope I got everything that I wanted to say. Um, I've never had so much trouble trying to get a word out. And that's, I, I know it's the enemy trying to stop me because it's it's truth. It's truth that needs to be said. And I really hope and pray that this reaches many people because... I am so tired of hearing these modern day Pharisees and these churches and all this kind of stuff tell people false things in regards to divorce and remarriage and all those kind of things. It's it's absolutely driving me crazy because I know what it's doing to people. It's delaying people. It's causing confusion. It's causing doubt. It's causing discouragement. And guess what? Those are all things that the enemy wants to do to us. Okay, so again... Um, this is season three is going to be a lot about this topic. I'm going to be talking a lot about, as I announced 
um, before. I'm going to be talking a lot about spiritual warfare. I'm going to be talking a lot about um, prayer. I'm going to be talking a lot about, you know, remarriage and blending families and all those things because there's, there's a lot to it. Okay. But again, remember, don't let that discourage you. Remember when it is his will for you and your spouse and whatever children you might be bringing in, he will fulfill it and he will accommodate it. But I am going to go over some different scenarios, um, some different situations that can come out of uh, blending a family or, or you're being remarried or even if it's your first time being married, but you're bringing children in. Um, because again, there, there could be situations where all of your children between the two of you will be living with you. There could be a situ- situations where none of the children that each of you have had will be living with you. Okay, because they might be with the other parent. Um, You know, there's all different situations and whatever that it is, it's the way that Abba is either wanting it to be or allowing it to be for that season. Okay, it's all about having faith and trusting in him that when he brings together things by his hand, you know, it will come together. You know, there might be seasons of difficulty at times, but that's because He's allowing that to be because remember, he is sovereign. He is in control in all of these matters. Okay, if you allow him to be, because remember that whole free will that I was talking about, you know, I used, again, I used to ask, why is there free will? And I finally got the answer. God is love, which means that he's not going to force anything on anybody because in other words, it wouldn't be love, right? And like I said, look at it this way. If someone forced you to marry them, or vice versa, you wouldn't love that person because you were forced into it. It's the same thing with Abba. Because Abba is love, like John tells us, he is love. He's not going to force us. But he will always wait for us to see if we choose what he has for us and that we choose fellowship with him, not just now, but for eternity. Because remember, every good thing that comes from him or comes from above comes from him. He never wants anything to harm us. Remember Jeremiah 29, 11. Okay, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, but he's not going to give us anything that would harm us. He's not going to give us anything that would be for evil or for bad. It's for good. It is for good. So we have to trust him. And again, like I said, if you are a believer and you are a child of the Most High, How can you believe that he is sovereign over every area of your life except for marriage? Why would you think that Elohim would say, okay, I'm going to be in charge of all of this, but you go ahead and choose who you want to marry? No. And remember, like I said, look at the first marriage. Elohim did not bring different choices to Adam. He brought one woman to him. If it was always supposed to be that way where we got to choose or that we would have all of these choices, then we would have seen that from the very beginning. But that's not what he did. One man, one woman come together to be one flesh. And that that union, that one flesh union is not to be torn apart. But if you've got two people coming together that were never called or joined together by Elohim, Sometimes we have to have things fall apart to go back into the right things. And that is exactly in the way that Abba will operate. He will have to have these things break down in order to bring you out of that and into the right things that he has for you. 
keep that in mind, okay? Abba can't use you if you're in sin, if you were in wrong things that are outside of his will and his timing. And remember this too, even when it's something from God, if it's done out of his timing, it's still wrong. Remember that. We have to allow him to be sovereign in the entire thing, okay? We can't just pick and choose. And if you are picking and choosing, then you're considered a lukewarm believer where you've got one foot in with God and one foot in with yourself or with the world. And that is the worst thing we can ever do. Okay. So that is it, brothers and sisters. Again, I'm so sorry how these episodes came out. And again, this was such a word that was on, like I was literally on fire with this word. I couldn't even wait you know, and it just so happens. And it was confirmation because all of these distractions, the enemy did not want me to get this word out. But you know what I did anyways, I might have forgot one or two things, but that's okay. Um, I'm sure that the Holy Spirit will bring it back to me and I will get it out in one of these episodes coming up. So no problem there. I do actually have one more episode coming. It will be either later this evening or tomorrow morning. And I'm just going to share a marriage devotional that I read um, this morning or have been reading over the past few days. There was something that the author said that I wanted to share here on the podcast. So I will be coming out with that episode either tonight or tomorrow morning. So stay tuned for that. I know it will bless you. So that is it. Again, thank you so much for listening. Please forgive me for all the mistakes and interruptions. And I will talk with you in my next episode.